The Rugby Report, Japan 2019 with Betfred. Hello and welcome to The Rugby Report, Japan 2019 with Betfred and in association with our friends at Rugby United. Thank you so much to all of those guys、uh, for helping us get the word of the Rugby Report out there. We hope it will be a long and fruitful partnership with all of you guys.、Um, my name's Nick Heath and with me is. Tom May. Good. He's、uh, managed to. Konnichiwa. Qualify- oh, excellent. He's qualified to、uh, saying Japanese to you now,、um, as well as saying his own name, which he learned after he'd stopped playing.、Um, and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's our preview to pools C and D. We're very thankful, of course, to our sponsor, Betfred, for coming on board. The Rugby Report is sponsored by Betfred. Check out the Betfred app for a wide variety of markets on every game in Japan. Handicaps, try scorers, points totals, they've got it covered. Don't forget to check out your pick your punt markets as well for those special bets on your favourite team. We're excited, you're excited, and so are Betfred ahead of the 2019 tournament. Whenever you bet, Betfred. 18s and over, be gambleaware.org. When the fun stops, stop. So, we've already run the rule over pools A and B. Make sure you tune into that episode if you want. We promised these would be bite sized, and I think coming in under 20 minutes for a podcast these days is as bite sized as it gets. So, that was episode one. We'll aim to do the same here with episode two. So, pool C England, France, Argentina, USA, Tonga. Pool D Australia, Wales, Georgia, Fiji, Uruguay, Tom May, go. England and France. Look, I, I think that is the, the clash that decides where that pool goes. Um, I think Argentina, look, they, they have come good in previous Rugby World Cups,、mm-hmm. but I think they've gone away from what was their bread and butter, which was their set piece, their driving game, their forward pack. Okay, they've still got some names in there and, and some of the, you know, the back rowers, especially like Desio and Creevy at Hooker. Yeah, Creevy even posting, posting that picture on social media of them getting on the plane, all of them wearing their nice blue、uh, collared shirts and the navy v neck. It was just a lovely old school sort of scene. Saw someone sort of going, oh, the Pumas, are, they're still going with the v neck jumpers. Old、oh, number was, ones, old school number ones. Yeah, they were, one, they were fantastic. I think, I think Argentina, that they won't have enough in this. In this tournament, I don't think. I love Nicolas Sanchez as a player.、Um, I just don't think he's going to get enough good ball to, to set his team alight.、Um, and the French, I'm slightly concerned about them. Are you? Yeah, I think, I think they've gone through this. So are they. The, <laughs> slightly concerned about what they're going to dish up. <laughs>、yeah. uh, look, they've got some outstanding players. Alavaretti Racker, look, he, he has come in through, I guess, as one of their project players.、Mm-hmm. He is an absolute beast on the wing. He hasn't got a huge amount of experience at international level.、Um, but should he get the ball. It's what World Cups are made of, isn't oh, it? Oh, he is an absolute freak. I cannot watch him, wait to watch him play. Dem- not, not against England. Demba Bamba. Demba Bamba,、uh, you know, a stalwart in that under 20s team that, that went on and, and, and won their championship. And Antoine Dupont, I think, if. Look, if we're playing fantasy rugby,、mm-hmm. he needs to be your nine because he is outstanding.、Mm-hmm. Um, from an English point of view, I think they're in a good place. They're very, very mentally strong. They, have, they、uh, have just got there, haven't they? After a sort of six to nine month period where it started to feel like the wheels were wobbling a bit, and we heard plenty of Eddie Jones giving it the, ah, look, we're just developing. Ah, look, you know, we, had, we had plenty of that from him, and I wasn't entirely convinced. But、uh, this warm up spell,、um, they, are, they are getting warmer, they're getting hotter. Yeah, look, that, some of the games they've played in haven't been that flash.、Mm. Um, they completely dismantled Ireland, but I think that was more of a reflection of where Ireland were themselves. Yeah.、Um, I think England are moving along nicely. That, 
I guess the thing for them is that they can actually build into the first two rounds as well. They've got Tonga up front first, then then the States. Um, and then they play those two big games against France and Argentina. So they're building towards the quarterfinals, if you like. Yeah. Um, that's probably the way you would like it, rather than perhaps like, like uh, South Africa and New Zealand playing each other and then having three weeks off to then go into a, a heavyweight quarterfinal. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think... Probably we'll see that that game go as as planned. Yeah, and and as far as England are concerned, uh, they obviously have the likes of Jack Noel, who is in a boot. Um, what does someone else who uh, who has played in that back three for England make of that? We've had the chance to catch up with Chris Ashton. First of all, yeah, back three is uh, looks really good. We think we've seen over the, the games before the tournament. Everyone looks like they're clear on the role and what they're doing, and, it, and they've worked hard on on their plan. Um, I think he's got different options at 15 and on the wing. He's got a very, uh, real good variety in, in different types of wingers and at fullback too. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, I'm sure with the type of game and which uh, opposition they're going to play, he's going to move that around. Uh, but at 15, I think Elliot seems pretty um, cemented in that place at the minute. Um, he's been tested under that high ball, hasn't he? Elliot has, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really too, too sure why. I, I, I just think it's maybe a tactic that some teams are trying to do against England. Uh, some teams have had a bit of success every now and again, but seems hopefully I'm thinking against after that Wales game they've they know no that's coming and they'll, they'll probably covered it off. They should be thanking Wales for that. Yeah. <laughs> what about England taking on the likes of France and Argentina? Then arguably the two sides that will that will cause them their biggest tests in that pool. Two teams that probably Argentina now as much as France you're not quite sure what you're going to get No, I, I think people think it's going to be uh, in England's benefit by playing the two tier nation teams first I, I don't know, I, don't, I think it's too, it's too hard to say isn't it, I mean, we'll, we'll only find out when they get to those games but will those games pr- make them ready I'm sure Eddie knows, obviously he's got all this cleared off and gets the team prep but those kind of games can not give you false confidence, but you're getting more space than you would normally, or you've, you, things are just not quite as what they're going to be for those games. But it, it's always the way, and, I, and I, from what I've heard and what I've experienced, not too recently, that um, training's like that anyway. So you, you get that feeling and stuff for the game. So I'm sure they'll be ready to go, but I think it'll work well for them um, in getting combinations right with those two first first two games, and they're fortunate to have it that way. But having said that, that works for Argentina and France as well. They get a run in as well, and especially with France, they're good at the World Cups. And I've not seen them that good in World Cup games very recently for, the, for as long as I can remember. And the I remember the 2011 World Cup where they came came from nowhere and basically had no coach and just did it themselves. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they'll go. Chris, thank you very much for your time. Thanks, mate. So Chris Ashton there speaking at the Premiership launch. Um, you know, Noel and the likes of Vunipola, who may not be a part of things un- until the latter stages. That's going to be interesting. We've got uh, Messrs Sinclair and Genge, who I said uh, were on Twitter the other day were almost uh, like a sort of law partnership. Imagine if they were your solicitor's firm. They're certainly going to get those unpaid bills paid. Um, Flat you mentioned- out debt collecting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned Argentina. The USA, I mean... Could they? Uh, the French could entirely have a typically French day and implode when they play a team like the USA, right? And then 
Argentina again can be off their mettle. Like, is there any world where the USA surprise everybody and and appear in the quarterfinals? No, okay. I don't think so okay. yet. Yet, <laughs> uh, I do think they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think Gary Gold's done a good job with them, and I think some of the players that that we see playing for them now are are performing at a much higher level than they have done in previous years. Yeah, our mate Will Hooley is in there playing at fullback, so uh, we will be definitely catching up with him over the course of uh, of this series. I, I think I think what they need to do is try and replicate what Mike Friday's done within the seven circuit and try and get some more of those players into the 15s. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it's difficult because um, it revolves around professional contracts, full-time contracts, and that means they're out of the setup. But, you know, if you imagine bringing in someone like Danny Barrett from the sevens into that into that 15 side, mm. he would make a dent in anyone's defence. Um I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing them play actually. Yeah, and I think they've got one of the best shirts. Yeah, yeah, they certainly have actually. I'm hoping to get some of the stash by hanging around them long enough. Uh, Tonga, just to touch on them, we don't want to be writing off any of these Islander sides, particularly where I think Fiji might spring a surprise or two. But with no, the likes of no way with, they're going to with the likes of Kalamafoni, let's get to them in a minute. Siali Piatal, Cooper Vuna, all these guys in their early thirties. I mean, they're they're just they're not a team that's that's developing anywhere really. Are no, but they? they should be as well. You know, I think that was really disappointing to see New Zealand stick 90 points on yeah. on them. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I've had a couple of mates say, I flicked it on at half-time. I thought that was a full-time score. And my, no. hus- my husband walked into the room and thought it was a, thought it was the yeah. last few minutes, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, New Zealand played around that much. They took two players off for the last 15 minutes and played against Tonga with yeah. 13 men. <laughs> Just to, so they have can, a go now. Yeah. Have a go now. See, if you, <laughs> see, see how you do now. Oh, no, you're still rubbish. <laughs> you know, I... I, I they should be another one, a bit like Samoa. They should perform better than they do. Um, but look, let's give them benefit of the doubt. They probably went into that game thinking we're going to get hiding here. Mm. And if you go into a game like that in rugby, in a sport like rugby. If you go into a room with your pants down, only one thing's going to happen. They don't get pulled up. Yeah. Uh, pool D then. Let's have a look at this one. Because, uh, well, Australia and Wales will be hoping that Fiji don't spring a surprise. Um, they're in there with Georgia and Uruguay. Um, I've got three words on Uruguay. Juan Men- Manuel Cat. Um, yeah, yeah, their uh, star player. Maybe. The only thing I can say about that, I mean, they, England played them in, in the last World Cup. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, and I also know that cat was a word used by some of the Gloucester players for like just being a bit rubbish. Oh, that, that's really cat. Mm, yeah. Wow. I didn't really get it. Are they 13? <laughs> Possibly <laughs> where those sorts of things spring from uh, is secondary school on the bus. Um, so Australia, they've got uh, they've got their Pocock back. Um, Adam Ashley Cooper, Bernard Foley. Um, this sort of feels like a like a team from from ten years ago, frankly. But uh, but I think with players like Adam Coleman, these sort of the younger guys that are capable of shifting a bit of ballast, can the Wallabies come good at, at Rugby World Cup time? Hundred percent. Uh, I've had a chat with James Horwell in the past week and he is very, very confident that, they, that they're going to turn over Wales. Ooh. It's interesting, isn't it? I think, I think the the Australians go through that period in between World Cups and they make absolutely stinking decisions about, <laughs> oh, we can't pick this guy, we can't pick that guy. Yeah. And actually, then about a year out from the tournament, they go, actually, we'll change that and we can pick everyone. Yeah, um, And that makes... Their, their pool of players bigger. They pick their best players. Um, you know, we see the likes of Nick White appearing for them, who obviously plays for Exeter. He's had an outstanding season. But the player, I think, who is outstanding for them at the moment is Mareka Corobetti. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, my Lord. If I played against him, I would literally 
turn around and walk off. That guy is a human pinball. Yeah. Um, he, exciting to watch. You could probably put him in the centres. He's probably better on the wing where there's a bit more space. Um, and Australia opened their campaign against Fiji on that, on that Saturday. It's a, a quarter to six in the morning game for a lot of people in the UK. That is going to be a bit of a wince for a Saturday morning. Well, but it is, unless but, you're just coming in. Well, absolutely. well, that's the other way to play it. Um, you've then got to keep awake for Australia, Wales afterwards. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that has set that day up absolutely beautifully. So if you can, uh, if you can get yourself out of bed, uh, then you should be watching that. It's also a nice sort of quarter to two local time game. So what a beautiful hors d'oeuvre that is uh, before, the, uh, before the late afternoon game, Australia-Wales. Um, I guess, if, I reckon a few weeks ago, I would have said that Fiji had a chance of knocking Australia over. Yeah, I mean... That, and there's something there that's in the back of my mind that makes me think it's still a possibility. You I think it's still a possibility. Line, oh, yeah, it is absolutely frightening. The likes of Tuasova, Nyathalevu, Semi Radranja, who is mustard, uh, yeah, and is amazing to watch. And then in the back row, that is, it's utterly ridiculous that mm. they have these players: Mata, Kunatani, Nakarawa in the second row, and Patheliato, yeah, who is a beast from out of Claremont. Yeah, you know they have the ability to knock people around, step people, embarrass people, <laughs> and potentially beat people as well so i think fiji they're making strides you look at samoa and tonga and you're probably a bit bit, bit disappointed about where they find themselves fiji you're not yeah well certainly we saw what ben ryan did with them in terms of an olympic seven sense it's whether that sort of gamesmanship that sort of discipline the nutrition and fitness has filtered its way through to the 15s yet and and quite a lot of the players there are are those former olympians who are now back in the 15 setup and they're the forwards yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which is the frightening it's, thing. Yeah, it's worth so pointing I, that out. I think, I think the one area they do struggle is the, is the, is the technical aspect of the front row. And they're, they're, well, they also just can't keep it together. They can't actually port, pass a ball down a line and find the no. overlap and score, can they? They've got to do something stupid in the middle. Yeah, and, and you can't, it's almost like a, a conditioned game with, with, with coaches. You can't score without an obscene offload. Yeah. So why, why do that? Just do or with all 15 players touching the ball. Yeah. It's sort of, sort, of, sort of like their own game. Um, we should give an honourable mention to Georgia here. Mamuka Gogodze is back in the Georgian setup. Um, I mean, it doesn't get any better than going to Japan with a bloke called Godzilla. Um, it's just going to be absolutely wonderful to have him there. Lasha Lomidze as well. He's another big man in that side to try and cause a few problems. Yeah, and I think, you know, they'll be pretty happy with their performances against Scotland over the previous weeks. They... they they lost 44-10 and 36-9 but but I actually think they'll be quite competitive going into this into this tournament and they're not a team to be taken lightly they are making strides forward um at some point they're going to surprise someone mm. and uh, of course they've got Graham Rowntree in their ranks um Wales then uh, I know that uh, there's there's going to be some well there's plenty of expectation on their shoulders perhaps more so than there has been in many years gone by Let's hear what uh, Rhys Priestland has to say, who uh, we managed to catch up with for the Rugby Report. Obviously, the warm-up games haven't gone exactly as planned in terms of, of attack, but you know they showed their defence can be good enough to suffocate teams. Like when Ireland came last game of Six Nations, they you know they, they completely outplayed just because of the, just because of the breakdown and the work that Edwards been doing with them. So. Obviously, they want to score score points, but I'm sure if they if they get to the semi or final or whatever, it doesn't really matter how they get there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure all the supporters won't won't give a won't matter, it won't matter one bit to them if they if they get there just by by winning nine three or whatever, just because they've, they've kicked three penalties. 
Absolutely. And uh, a lot of focus on, of course, Wales losing Gareth Anscombe and, uh, and Dan Bigger having to step in. He's, uh, he's going to be carrying a fair amount of weight in his shoulders in that fly-half role, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it's a funny one, that, because I remember doing the Six Nations, we had, pe- you had people who wanted Biggs to start, and then when he was starting, they, they want somebody else to start this... You know, big, he's been there. Because there's several million rugby experts in Wales, isn't it? Experts, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so he, you know, Biggs, he, he's a different sort of outside after Anscombe, but you know, he, he's he's a fantastic player, and I'm sure that, in my experience, every time we've Wales have been away um, for a World Cup camp, we spent a lot of time together. We've just got got better. We've got to understand each other. The, 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 there's one thing you can guarantee: they're going to be fit because of how hard they work. So, you know, I'm sure. Um, Biggs will step up to the mark. He's a fantastic competitor, so they'll all, not just him, but everyone, they'll all be ready to go out there and really hit the ground running. How do you think then, Tom, Wales are going to cope with this pressure? Um, I know that when you mentioned the Australia look, outlook from James Horwell, his, his view of things is that Wales don't score that many points and actually they can't just continue to park the bus and expect to have victories against teams that like to run in tries. No, and especially in the conditions that we're going to be facing in Japan you know it's 30 degrees plus um, it will be be nice conditions to play rugby in you you can't just defend a game mm. um, especially against the likes of Australia and Fiji you mm. know at some point they're going to score yeah um, uh, that that is one area that would concern me if I was Warren Gatland um, however having said that they are very very efficient at what they do do uh, what they do do what they do 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 okay yeah um, I think um, I think it's obviously a big loss that they've lost lost Gareth and let me say that again yeah Gareth Anscombe excellent um, but Dan Bigger I think you know he got pasted didn't he by a couple of old Welsh players mm. for them to say that they can't win the World Cup with Dan Bigger is it's outrageous it's just it's just British a and Irish ridiculous Lion. statement top top man um, yeah, and, and he stuck it to them afterwards, to be fair. So good on Bigger. Yeah, and Al- you know, Alan Wynne-Jones is, well, he's just a freak of nature, isn't he? I mean, there's no way that he should actually be performing the way he is at, the, yeah. at his age. Yeah, oh, at his age. Yeah. He was never the same after the fall. <laughs> um, yeah, well, he's doing all right, isn't he? I mean, Wales, no Scott Williams, Samson Lee, Rob Evans, none of them in the World Cup squad. Obviously, Rhys Patzel now brought in at 10. Is Lee Halfpenny ever going to be the old man that he was? What? I think he can be. I think his problem is Liam Williams. Yeah. Who is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, bow legs himself. Yeah. And if anyone can ignite that Welsh backline and ignite the Welsh team, then maybe Liam Williams is that guy. So he's always going to start. Um, interesting that, that they left Scott Williams out. I mean, I know they've got some amazing players in the centre. Um, You've often liked the combination of Parks and Davis, haven't you? Yeah. I, I think Hadley Parks, he's obviously a bit of a big basher, but. In Jonathan Davis, you've got a guy that that can find space with his feet. He's got a ridiculous fend that that mm. has just embarrassed people. There's an amazing photo actually of him, him sticking a palm in Sexton's face, and he's just <laughs> midair. Um, that's just on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think he's an amazing player, and 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 if they can set the these guys alight and get them running, yeah, then they'll become a handful. Okay, so Pool C and D. Who are the four teams that are coming out of there? Tom May. I am going to go for England and France, okay. and I'm going to go for Australia and Wales because that's 
probably slightly easier. Yeah, well, that is that is a fairly easy in way, what order? way out. Well, yes, of course, that's the other thing to be debated. But uh, we can come on to that uh, and uh, and do that another time. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, incidentally, Tom is on Twitter at, at TomMay1. I am on at Nick Heath Sport. This is the Rugby Report Japan 2019 with Betfred and in association with our friends at Rugby United. Um, we also, uh, just at the end of this one, can have a little uh, nod to Japan against Russia. We're going to have an opening ceremony that no doubt the Japanese have been, have been you know, called into action over. It's going to be... Uh, probably be a few drums in it, I reckon. I reckon, maybe. Uh, and maybe some Hello Kitty yeah. um, and, <laughs> and some girls' underwear in a vending machine. Um, it's going to be a belter, we hope. And, uh, and Japan-Russia, perhaps not the game that everybody would expect to start a World Cup, but it's the hosts and... Uh, just some Russians I've not got much to say on it really no well, Japan will win won't they yeah they will it'll be a quite nice game for them to get up, up to speed to be honest yeah, won't I, it it'll be an absolute horror show for Russia but you know who cares yeah alright well there you are that's our, that's our really in-depth preview to Russia Japan um, some of them will have a bit more to them we can promise you that uh, but thank you very much for joining us from Tom May it's goodbye Matasukai uchi ni o aishimashou that is see you soon excellent then we will see you soon Cheerio. The Rugby Report is sponsored by Betfred. Bet on all the action from Japan. There's a host of offers available with Betfred over the course of the tournament, including double delight on all Home Nations games. Back the correct first try scorer, and if he crosses the line again, they'll double his odds. Whenever you bet, Betfred. 18 and over, be gambleaware.org, select matches only, maximum stakes apply. When the fun stops, stop. This has been a Rugby Media production.